This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Free speech lives here. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT HD, WOGL HD3, Philadelphia, a radio.com station. Now, from the Malamut and Associates Law Studios, it's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your host for the next radio hour. The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Good morning. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the Mortgage Mom, Deanne Kitsaris. How are you, Deanne? Uh, with that intro, Mark, I am fabulous. <laughs> fabulous. And we're here every week, 1210, 9 a.m., Sunday mornings. Want to ask us a question about residential, commercial, whatever, real estate, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Dan? My number is 609-605-7153. And we're here just to keep you informed, helped out in any way we can. You can listen to this show and all of our past shows at WPHT's website, their podcasts, and also at goodnewsinrealestate.com. It actually works. So what's coming up today, Deanne? We have a great show today, Mark. We have our market report. Yes. We have business tips with Asking Dr. A. Yes. We also have our funny story. Got one for you. And we also have our mortgage mom topic. Which is? The emotions of selling your home. And we're going to bring in an expert on that one. This is right up here. Yeah, you are the expert. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, we we also have our questions. What, What does HOA cover on condos? And the next question is, I'm selling a house myself. Is there any way I could get my home posted on the internet? Next question is, what is included for utilities and such when renting a house versus an apartment? Next question is, I have a commercial property I am considering renting. I am not that familiar with the different type of net leases. What do you suggest? And then, Mark, today we have our guest. We have um, Mr. David Linsky from Debt Free Living, and he's here to talk about living debt free. We also have our topic of the day. There's still value in home ownership. No doubt about it. But Mark, first, give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, some people make things happen, some people watch things happen, and some people ask, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Always a good one. Always a good one. So where are we at? Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. 
So anyway, we are in Coronasville, and uh, this crisis has evolved. And, you know, once in a generation health crisis, it's a financial one. Folks are wondering, you know, what it's going to mean for the housing market. In the past few weeks, at least we're getting some good news. It looks like it's tapering off. And now they're talking about May, June, start opening the businesses, which I'm very happy about because I really feel sorry for some people, you know, being shuttered up, unemployment. 22 million people applied for unemployment in the last four weeks. And then, but home prices were up. Home prices were up 0.8% since April and in the beginning of April and there are average, they're still still bumping up. As of April fourth, they were two point five percent up again. Ending in March, which they did a three point three percent increase. So the demand and that's with the market and everything being shut down, right? <laughs> with, with everything shut down, really, it's we still have this inventory issue that's driving prices. So demand's already evaporating, and prices some prices will go down. But not in our area. Nationwide, there's going to be some areas, but I don't think Philly's going to see a big decrease in any prices. And a lot of people price- are taking their foot off the pedal because they're they're nervous about what the prices are going to be when we get That's out of this. Right. That's right. And but and they're thinking that the prices are going to slow down. Now, the one thing though is you're right. People are are pulling their houses off the market and. They are thinking that would drive down some of the uh, value, but the rates are, are so low, like which you'll mention, but motivated buyers are, are not likely to find a home easily. And the number of realtors listing, plummeting, listing houses is 40% down since a, a year ago, ending April 11th, according to Realtor.com. That's a dramatic drop. Considering the number of new listings at, that Realtor.com had in about was up about five percent for a couple of weeks in March, many sellers are taking their homes with the market or delaying listing them. They don't want to lose out on fetching top dollar for their properties or move during this worldwide pandemic. But they're also they know that once this thing turns around, things are going to be booming. So. So what tell us about the rates? Talk about booming. Your 30-year conventional is 3.25%. Your 15-year, 2.875%. Your FHA 30-year is 3.5%. And your 5-1 arm is 3.2. And it's, Mark, I keep saying over and over again, people got to send their statements. I mean, they're coming in dribs and drabs, but now is the time to refinance. We're saving two, three hundred dollars a month, and most of the times, we're able to skip a payment. It's a win-win situation. What's the difference so give, between a, a, a refi rate and a regular mortgage rate? How many? What? It depends on whether point? you're taking cash out or not. So they're not. They're the same. They're the same right. rate. But right. like I said, every just give me a call 609-605-7153. I'll walk you through the process. It's simple. All right, very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. 
On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more after the break and this message from Debt Free Living. Learn more at wehatedebt.com. Hi, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. So, Deanne, where are we at? Mark, we're up to your funny story. Ooh, I got one for you, too. So anyway, and my mailman just retired. This is called the mailman's last day. My mailman, he was... He was kind of on his last leg, our guy. But anyway, <laughs> it was this mailman's last day on the job. After 35 years of carrying the mail through all kinds of weather in the same neighborhood, when he arrived at the first house, he was greeted by the whole family. They congratulated him, sent him his way with a big gift envelope. Second house, they presented him with a box of fine cigars. Third house, terrific fishing lures. Went on all day long. Everybody really liked the guy. All through his beat. He was nearly at the last house, and he was met at the door by a strikingly beautiful woman in a revealing negligee. She took him by the hand and gently led him through the door. She closed the door behind him. She led him upstairs to the bedroom where she blew his mind with the most passionate lovemaking he ever had experienced. He stayed over. The next night, he goes downstairs where she fixed him a giant breakfast, eggs, potato, ham, sausage, blueberries, waffles, fresh squeezed orange juice. He was truly satisfied. She poured him a cup of steaming coffee. She was pouring, and he noticed a dollar bill sticking out from under the cup's edge. He goes, all this was just so wonderful or words, but what's this dollar bill for? She said, well, a couple days ago, I told my husband yesterday it would be your last day and I should do something special for you. And I asked him what to give you. And he said, screw him. Give him a dollar bill. <laughs> so the bre- she said the breakfast was my idea. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. If you have a funny story you'd like to hear on our show, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267 266 5501. And now it's time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the Ann Katsaris from Green Tree, the Mortgage Mom. And her topic is very close to home. The emotions <laughs> of selling your home. Oh. So, <laughs> I got to so try Mark, to not be sarcastic in this one. <laughs> this is this is really tough. So, uh, you know, as our listeners know, you know, we, we put our house on the market and our house sold. Um, we're, I shouldn't say we're sold. We're under contract. We're going through all the inspection process now. And what was crazy is that we we had a video. We had pr- a professional photographer come in You know, prior to this lockdown. We had a photographer come in, walk through the house. And then all of a sudden, I got a showing. My phone was, was blowing up saying that we have a showing on the house. So, of course, I went in to complete panic mode because that means I'm thinking that somebody's <laughs> going to come in the house, you know, while they're gonna actually going to buy work. it <laughs> and they're going to buy it. <laughs> but what happened was, um, I literally took my phone and walked through my house via zoom started in the basement downstairs, you know, show them, um, the whole downstairs area kind of you know, walk them through. This is where my son's playroom used to be. This, you know, just going through everything, letting them know what's staying, answering her questions. I mean, I could see her, she could see me. It was the craziest sensation ever. 
So walked all the way through the house, into the bathroom, the closets. Um, and then we ended. Um, Pete took over. He walked them outside, told him about all the fabulous parties that we had, things like that. And then what happened was an hour later, I got a phone call that they wanted to put an offer in. And Pete and I looked at each yeah. other and almost passed out. Like we actually have an offer on our house. And what was even worse is that we accepted it. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, worse. <laughs> so for the last two days when we're supposed to be busy and, and doing all these things, now we're just going back and forth like, dude, our house is under contract. So we got to move. We still have to go through we still have to go through all the um, the inspections and whatnot, but we're looking at each other now trying to figure out what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? So it's um, I, my topic today is the emotions of selling your house. So, you know, <laughs> you know that I have I work with a lot of realtors and I've become very close with, you know, with the realtors that I work with. And, you know, one of the realtors um, that's a good friend of mine, I called him and and said, you know, I'm. I'm in tears, like I'm literally in tears having to sell the house. And he said to me, you know, people downsize all the time. And I've worked with a lot of people and there isn't anybody that said after the fact that they were really disappointed that they sold their house unless it was a divorce. He said, I, I call everybody back a year later. I touch base with them and I always ask them, you know, how's everything going? Are you happy that you made the move? And he said, out of everyone, there was only one person that was disappointed that they moved. And um, I'm hoping that's not us. I think it's going to be nah, a good thing. I mean, you know, I out. complain about the taxes all the time, but. Um. <laughs> We've been talking about this for about a year, almost two years. You and uh, moving. Well, you know, I, I called my I FaceTimed my girlfriend from Florida and I said, you're not going to believe this. I said, but we're under contract. And now she goes, that's great. And I'm bawling talking to her. She goes, what are you doing? This is exactly what you wanted. So today, actually, Pete and I sat down and, you know, we, we weren't on the same page, especially with this pandemic. We usually get to go out on Friday nights, have a martini, talk about everything and, you know, just have an opportunity to unwind. And with all this going on, we haven't had a chance to do that. So, um, here we are. We're at a good place. It's a good thing. And, and it's all going to work out. It always works out. It is all going to work out. Yeah. It is going to work out. And um, I'm getting excited. We just have to figure out where we want to go and what we want. But it's emotional. I mean, I thought, you know, I mean, you've been making fun of me for the last couple weeks about how I'm going to be at the settlement table. So <laughs> I don't think you should go. <laughs> I should go. I'll do a D-pack. <laughs> Not coming. <laughs> All right. So we got to go over our um, right. our question. question. I can't even talk at this point right now. But right. anyway, um, question number one. What does an HOA cover on condos? It all depends on what's in the docs. Uh, you know, if the, most people, they get excited, like you are going to be, and you buy something, and they give you this two-inch package with all the rules and right. there's all different kinds of stuff that's covered good some good most of it good some bad 
Like, you could be restricted on having a flag in front of your house. You could restrict it on what kind of plants you can plant. You could restrict it on lots of things. What uh, color the doors being painted. Like that one guy, uh, no commercial vehicles in the parking lot. You right. Know? So you got to be, you need to read these HOAs and condo docs carefully because but once you I, sign, you as agree. As I've been going through of it, um, honestly, I don't mean to cut you off, but... You usually cut me off, so I figured I'm going to jump in now. Um, <laughs> sometimes, it, you know, your cable's covered in the HOA yeah. fee. There's, yeah. there's different things that can be implemented. So, all right, yeah. let's go usually, on to question it, number it's, two. It's usually a couple hundred hours, and some things, water might be covered, you know. But you got to find out. You need to know. All right. The next question is, I'm selling a house myself. Is there any way I can get my home posted on the Internet? This is your favorite topic. Yeah, well, it, there are for sale by owner sites and all that, but you should really seriously consider hiring a realtor because statistically, in the end, you're going to net more, and that's right. what that's what you want. It's you're not going to get the exposure without getting on the MLS and the seven ninety nine sign saying for sale by owner. Uh, it, it's in the end statistically. You're going to net more. So I would seriously consider hiring a professional. There's a lot of, I don't know, how are you going to do the paperwork? Who's doing all of that? You know, are you going to hire a lawyer? You're going to end up spending the money anyway. So Exactly. What's the next? All right, next what's question next? is, what is included for utilities and such when renting a house versus an apartment? It depends on the lease. If and again, uh, going through this right now. So yeah, it, yeah. it, it absolutely uh, depends on the lease. It depends on the lease. If it's triple net, you're paying taxes, water, everything. And if it's the usual lease, usually the landlord pays the water, you pay the utilities and the rent. Uh, it depends on the lease, you know. So you, you got to read that lease carefully, which uh, most people do not. Most people That's should right. have get. They all should get legal shield for what is it? Twenty two dollars a month now. And it's $24.95 to have access to an attorney. $24.95, and you have a lawyer all year long, and you sent, you sign any document like this, you email it over or fax it over to them, a lawyer reviews it for you, and you don't make mistakes. So, what's next? All right, next question is, I have a commercial property. I'm considering renting. I am not hmm. that familiar with the different type of net type uh, listings. What do you suggest? Well, commercial... A lot, uh, not all the time, but majority of the time, they're going to be triple net leases. Uh, unless you're buying something, something that's going to be really big, like you're buying something like the size of a Burlington coat factory, that kind right. of commercial property, or or like a, an, some kind of industrial thing or a big office complex where they could have things like a gross lease where you pay part of money to your landlord or a net lease. But most of right. them are triple triple net leases where you pay the insurance, the taxes, the utilities. You're responsible for all the repairs. You know, they might just do a fit out or they give you a blank building. There's a slew of things that could be involved there. You really need good advice when you sign a commercial lease you do not want to 
get again your get your emotions ahead of you and like get all excited <laughs> and where do I sign? Where do I sign? And next thing you know, you're in a five na- five year triple net lease that you uh, have to do all the repairs. So all right, last question: How long does a broken lease on your record keep wow. you from renting a home or an apartment? A lot of lease questions today. There are. Well, you know, it's according to how it was broken. If it's a regular well, lease and somebody did, reported you, took you to court, and it shows up as a lien, something like that, you know, yeah. that's going to be on there. But and also, think, it depends on how it's on there. If it's on there as a judgment or if it's on there um, just as a collection. So, And again, it depends on how old it is and how long it's been on there whether or not it's going to prevent you from being able to get a rent or an apartment. Yeah, and and you know that's it's almost as bad as the uh you know the referrals. You have a bad, you know, it cracks me up when there's like a really bad tenant and the landlord wants them out and they find a new tenant and they come, "Oh yeah. Right. They were great. We <laughs> loved them. They always paid on time. You didn't do anything to get rid of them." <laughs> so you want to be careful when you're renting out properties. So All right. Coming up if you next. have any other questions, you can send them to Mark at 267-266-5501 or you can Give them to me at 609-605-7153. Coming up next is our guest segment, and we have David Linsky. He's going to be on with us and talking about debt-free living. All right, very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio, 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. But first, a word from one of our home team partners, Remax, and Alan Stassen, who is famous for being a Philadelphia real estate expert. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. Where are we at, Deanne? Mark, we're up to our guest segment today, and we have David Linsky from Debt-Free Living here to talk about managing your debt, how to get rid of those student loans, and how to help our clients. And David, David is coming in from Jupiter, Florida right now. So welcome, oh, really? David. How are you guys doing today? Very good. Not uh, as good as you, though. It's another cold up day here. in paradise. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's beautiful out, but you got to stay inside, so... All the same. Yeah, yeah, that's weird, too, being in Florida and have to stay inside. Yeah, I wouldn't think of that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so David, tell us, David. Give, us, um, give us a little bit of background. Tell us about yeah. your company. Tell us exactly what you do. Yeah, so um, my name is David Linsky. I'm the president and founder of Debt-Free Living. We are a financial planning firm, but we actually focus our financial planning on assisting individuals and businesses struggling with debt. So we don't do consolidation or refinancing. We actually use proven financial strategies to first analyze the debt situation and then put together a proper financial plan on how to eliminate that debt in the most efficient way. Yeah, I, I've been to one of David's seminars, and we I've been actually meaning to set up a meeting myself with him and, and Alan Stassen, one of our 
sponsors and one of my partners because we want to, and then this whole virus thing started, but I want to definitely sit down with you because what I got out of it, uh, tell the audience, David, though, but it was a way to use what you were paying already, paying almost the same amount, but saving your saving money, too. I have a good, let's let David tell what he's doing. (laughs) I know, I was trying to help out. (laughs) That's that's definitely a a high-level explanation, and and thank you, Mark. But the the best way to understand it is, and this comes right from Keith Cunningham, if you haven't read or listened to any of his podcasts, one of the most influential financial gurus, especially in real estate, I think, in this generation. But he always says all about optics understanding your current situation right so if you go to a doctor to get a physical you're going to take some blood and urine then he's going to ship it off to a lab the lab does testing they analyze the situation try to show you what's not actually visible to you then based off that the doctor looks at the optics of the situation and now they can prescribe a solution you know vitamins a prescription whatever it is that's what we like to do we need to understand the situation, analyze where your money is currently going towards your debt. Is it being used as efficiently as possible? Understand the optics. What most people can't actually see when they look at their you know, financial situation. Then using those optics to create a strategy. Here's what we're going to do. Here's how long it's going to take. Here's how much money we will save you. So that's what we like to do. Understand the current situation show you how to redirect dollars that are already going out of your pocket but redirect them to a more effective use so david i just that's one of the most important aspects of your plan is what you're doing is it's not in addition to what you're already spending what you're doing is taking a look at let's just say my for me for instance all of my credit card debt my mortgage my car payment, if it's not being leased, and you take all of that money and basically show me how to spend the same amount of money but be able to pay off all my debt in, let's say, six or seven years. Exactly, and every person and the timetables vary. Sure. But the whole thing has to understand is using each dollar to its maximum potential. So a lot of people, you know, they don't understand. They just have a bunch of debt and each month they're just putting x amount to this one y amount to that one they don't actually have a plan so when you're able to understand the actual situation and see it on a piece of paper doing exactly what you're doing now you're making a hundred dollar overpayments on 10 debts it's still going to take you 15 years to pay off all those cards or those student loans but if we can understand how to recapture those same dollars and put them to work for us, we call building your own bank. It's not a brick and mortar bank. We show our clients a concept. Redirect those dollars that would go to a lender or to a real bank back to their own pockets. The second we have enough money to pay off the debt, we know the dates. We get the best call you'll get. Great news, we're paying off debt number one. Let's pay it off together. Instead of making a payment to a lender, keep making it but as a deposit for growth back to yourself. And now we're cooking. Now we'll get out of the next one, even more money coming back to our pockets. Right. Stop spending interest, start earning interest. 
So, that's David, we only that's have two minutes left, but uh, this works, which when you came in and did a presentation at some of the real estate offices, it blew my mind because it worked exceptionally well on student loans. And if you could just maybe like 30 seconds real quick so that everybody can still get your information, tell us that it, how it works on the student loans. Yeah, definitely. So, firstly, when it comes to student loans, if you're going to try to implement any plan, I highly suggest doing so with someone who understands every in and out about each lender. And that's where I lead with. I know what everything there is, all the repayment plans, how each website works, how each lender operates. So understanding what you're able to actually get out of these student loan repayment options and where you can be saving money. The second thing is understanding how to grow that money properly. Making excess payments to student loans when it's not a lot of money going the excess isn't really hitting balance because of a lot of the crude interest while you're in college. Start building up that savings through one of our plans, paying off each debt one by one, right. and all of a sudden, now you're out of all your student loans, our average client's out in under four years, and if they keep making the payments, they have all their money back in their pocket. Awesome. That's key. So if somebody has questions um, on your services or just to get a, a consultation, which you don't charge to do a consultation, how does someone get a hold of you? Yeah, very easily. You could um, check out our website at www.wehatedebt.com. Email me personally at David Linsky, that's L-I-N-S-K-Y, at wehatedebt.com. Or call us at 1-800-836. One five zero nine. All right. Well, thank you so much, David. That was awesome. And I look forward to having you on our show again. Um, coming up next is our topic of the day. There's still value in home ownership. All right. That was very good, David. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Miss Cat Cyrus under contract? Oh God. <laughs> Mr. Cumberland, we are up to our topic of the day, which is there's still value in home ownership. Yeah, and there is. And we may be a little down right now with everything that's going on, but according to a recent survey conducted on behalf of the National Association of Home Builders, and overwhelmingly, 75% of people who were polled said that owning a home is worth the risk of the fluctuations in the market. And 95% of the homeowners said they were happy with their decision to own a home. So all that, that whole that, that whole myth about millennials, wanna, they're not going to buy, that's all bull. That, that is right. all bull. They're going to buy because... It, 95% of homeowners said they're happy with it. Yeah, they're yeah, just they're, a little bit be more a little particular pre- about what they want to buy. They're going to be the biggest group of buyers in the next 10 years. There, There is a good reason for homeowners to feel this way. Homeownership offers people a wide range of benefits, including many that reside outside of your pocketbook. 
uh, stability is one. You have right. a place. According to the National Association of Realtors, the social benefits of stable housing, homeownership, and stable housing go hand in hand. Homeowners are far less frequently uh, than renters, hence embedded into the same they're in the same neighborhoods, communities for a longer period. Stability has far-reaching effects. Studies have revealed that children of homeowners are likely to graduate and less likely to live in areas with high crime rates. Responsibility is also passed down to the next generation. Daughters of homeowners have a lower incidence of teen pregnancy. So there's all kinds of social benefits that come along with stability. <laughs> hey, it makes sense to me. I know, I know, you know it does. You're in a st- stable situation. You're not moving, rent, renting, and moving and moving. First, a home purchase naturally involves one of the largest financial commitments most households will undertake. Homeowners, therefore, tend to minimize bad behavior by their children, those of their neighbors that can negatively impact the value of their houses. Second, homeowners are required to take on greater responsibility, such as home maintenance, acquiring financial skills, to handle a mortgage. These are like life management skills that get transferred. Which should be taught in school. School. In that, school, you, know, they, you need to learn. You know, yeah. The 80-20 rule when you're in 10th grade. <laughs> right. Uh, but, like, they get life management skills because they see their parents, you know, occasionally freaking out, having to pay that mortgage, but they take care of business. Right. Homeownership even affects your health. Uh, the same NAR study found that homeowners reported a higher level of physical health even after the study adjusted for age and socioeconomic factors. In addition to being more satisfied with their own personal situation than renters, homeowners also enjoy better physical and physiological health. So owning a home gives you, like, stability. It's like that anchor. You know, eventually, if a homeowner buys within their means, even the longest of the mortgages gets paid off. This makes your home one of your greatest retirement assets. According to some of the other research, people believe overwhelmingly that owning a home is an anchor to the American dream. Well, it's Mark, I, you know, I got to tell you, I mean, I when when we knew that we were under contract um, and I'm not going to have a home, it was... Did I tell you it was devastating? Did I tell you I was an emotional? You've been, you've been. I know this is going to be traumatic for you. <laughs> Just so the audience knows, one of the reasons was your taxes were like brutal. Oh, the taxes in my house in our in our neighborhood are just unbelievable. I told Dan two years ago to put twenty one thousand dollars on every damn door jam in a house. <laughs> So every time she walked through a door, she would see that. But anyway, let's get back to the good news. The homeownership right, is worse the risk. It's pure and simple. Even though the market could change and things can happen, almost three quarters of those who do not own a home currently, 73% say owning a home is one of their biggest goals. And among the younger voters are the most likely to be in the market for a home for the next five to ten years, percentages are, are there are even really higher with the millennials. So right. this is why eighty percent of owners would recommend home ownership to those they know. If you're in a market, maybe it's time you took and listened to their advice. Historically low interest rates, it's probably one of the best times ever to buy. You're gonna have a When's tough the best time, time finding, to buy? Well, probably 
right before the virus. <laughs> but like, but like, it's affordability wise. How do you beat like three and a half percent interest rates? Agreed. You know, agreed. Like, and these and people are so spoiled. They don't realize like people a a little older than you, you know. <laughs> Board houses at eighteen percent, and we're happy. You know, three and a half percent. We would that would have been like the lottery ticket back then, man. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? A lot of the pre-approvals that I'm doing right now is, you know, people, kids that are. Well, I say kids because they are still are twenty one, twenty two years old, and they are looking to purchase. So, right. but that was a great segment, Mark. We have um, Doctor A on that the was line. All positive all the time that was all positive all, right. all the time so the so doctor on the line i am here guys how are all you right. and we we are up to dr a's segment which is decre- decrease your personal stress during this pandemic and talking about pressure points yes so go ahead you start this out doctor i'm curious well well <laughs> There are so many different pressure points right now that people have. It's, it's really uh, interesting. What I'm doing is what I want to talk about today is basically how to, how to deal with the pressure points that you're getting at work, especially for those uh, working at home. We haven't talked about working at home yet. Is that correct? Yes. A little bit. Last week we talked about working from home. Okay. A little right. bit? Well, no. Yeah, a little bit. All right. Okay. What, uh, what people need to do regarding... Uh, working from home is, is as, as we talked about before, they need to look at their D, their I, their S, or their C, so they can figure out, you know, what, what kind of stress points are going on. Now, even though a lot of people are working home because of the virus, there are still people working at work um, and still interacting with other people. And it becomes really yeah. difficult, you know, to, uh, to, to do that uh, because of all the stress and all the pressure, because you're not sure whether you can trust the person next to you. Do they have the virus? Do you, you know, you know that, that type of thing. So people are going around with masks. Some people aren't going around with masks. What's happening in, in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia in particular regarding the they mask just, issue? Because I know it's different. They, all just made the masks, they just made masks mandatory yesterday. In, okay. in, in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania, yeah. Right. Okay. So let's say you're a manager. How do you deal with that if somebody walks in without a mask? Or somebody won't take the mask, or somebody takes the mask and they won't wear it? They're not allowing them into the store is the bottom line. Yeah. What happens if they're an employee at the store? They're not allowed to come into work. Are they allowed to fire them? They're all good good legal. There's going to be some interesting lawsuits when this thing's (laughs) over. You know, exactly. You know, because there's going to be discrimination lawsuits. Because if they don't fire people... um, Equally and fairly regarding, uh, you know, gender and uh, the different areas that are protected by the Equal Employment Opportunity Law, okay, which deals with age, it deals with gender, it it deals with uh, sexual orientation, it deals with um, whether they're handicapped or not, it it deals with uh, basically what their skin color or their heritage is, you know, all those types of things. So, So you need to treat people equally. Uh, when it comes under the law. Now, unfortunately, what happens in situations like that, even though employers take performance into consideration, what happens if a, if a top performer comes in and won't wear a mask? Uh, you're going to fire them? 
All right, you're going to find them. How are you going to deal with that? Are you going to let them just do their job? And then what happens if, if a low performer comes in without a mask? Are you going to fire them? you got to treat them exactly the same way. Okay. Yep. Uh, so, so that, that as additional stress at work because you can have one lone wolf who isn't going to wear the mask who messes up the culture and causes all kinds of problems throughout the entire uh, organization or throughout the entire team or the division or whoever happens to be you know geographically located in the same area or under the same supervisor i this could be a serious issue and when the and when the offices reopen again and everybody starts showing up and some people don't show up without a mask, this is going to come to a head. Well, I'm going to tell you another issue that, that's going to go on big time, and I was just talking about this in a webinar I did uh, earlier today, is you have all these organizations that have laid these people off. All right? You know what's going to happen? When they start bringing them back, the top performers are going to come back, but they're going to be immediately looking for jobs elsewhere. Why? Because the organization showed no loyalty to them at all. They just got rid of them, basically. Right. Right. So, so what's going to happen is a lot of these organizations are going to have to be concerned and watch, you know, regarding who they bring back and how they treat them. And truthfully, what they should be doing right now, like the day that they hear this, is they should be looking at their past staff. And even if they don't have the money, they should be bringing them back. Okay, they should be inviting them back and saying, we're going to support you. One of the things that I did as soon as all this broke was I got my team together, got my staff together, and I said, nobody's getting laid off. Nobody's getting fired. We're a team. We're going to work together as a team. If I have to go into my back pocket, I'm going to do it. If I have to to go and uh, use our line of credit, I'm going to do it. Don't worry about it. You have a job. And the instant I did that, and we had a good team before that. But, but now it's even better because they know I'm loyal to them. I've demonstrated that, that the that leader that I'm loyal to, to them. Yep. Okay. Dr. And, A, we have, to, we have to stop now. Um, I apologize for cutting you we off should in the pick, middle. No, you know, we should pick that up again next week and add to it uh, how it's disrupting. Like me and Deanne have been talking about our problems. Time on our hand, not sleeping right, and all that other stuff. So tell them how to get a hold of you real quick. The money's going to be coming in and what you're going to do with it when it does come in. And all these people that are applying for the, for the PPP loans that haven't gotten it, that, are, that have spent hours and hours getting all the, all the right. materials together and still have no idea as to what's going to happen. What's going to happen. Tell all right, Dr. Ray, we have to quick. stop there. So if you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or you can give them a call at 267-266-266. 5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our sponsors and our listeners for tuning in every week out here on at 9 o'clock on Sunday mornings and coming to our website, Good News and Real Estate, and you can listen to all these shows and keep you informed. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All All positive. positive, All the time. All the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428.
This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded. When we make a profit, you see it. Better rates, fewer fees, and we give back to the community all the things that you want from a financial institution. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. 